This is Ria. Welcome to Little Stories for Tiny People. So I was thinking the other day, I really need to have a guest. It's been a while, and I don't want my hosting skills to get rusty, if that makes sense, which I'm sure it does. I really wanted to invite an animal I hadn't had as a guest in the past. So I got out my growing stack of stories, it's pretty tall, and I flipped through every single one to make a list of all the creatures that have visited my studio. It took me like 40 hours to get through everything. I've had a lot of guests, including a giraffe, which didn't go super well. Oh, and who can forget the tap dancing rabbit? I've had a professor of mouse history. Oh, and a camel cricket. That one was ill-advised, I admit. But you know who I've never had as a guest? A mosquito! Look, I know most people love mosquitoes. They're popular, I get it. I just, I don't know, me personally, I've never had a desire to spend a lot of time with them. I know I should be more open, so I thought, why not? I hope you'll give a warm welcome to what I'm sure will be a delightful guest, Maureen the Mosquito. Maureen, welcome! Just a note, I would not venture into the upper corners of this studio. The studio spiders tend to be rather enthusiastic with their web building, so... Oh, Maureen? Hello? She seems distracted. You know what, I'm just going to get on with the story. Just listen to the story. Okay, Maureen? This is going great. I'm feeling very optimistic. Our story is called Back to School with Little Hedgehog. Take it away, Ari and Ada. Remember, there is no pictures. You have to imagine them in your mind. You can imagine them however you want. Okay, here we go. It was the middle of the night in the depths of summer. Little Hedgehog and Bibi were building a dirt castle outside the burrow. It was similar to a sand castle, but made of dirt. Bibi was focused on shaping the tallest turret of the castle when a delivery dragonfly fluttered down and landed on one of her shoulder prickles. Ouch! He immediately zipped off and landed on the forest floor. Little Hedgehog and Bibi, two small hedgehogs and best friends of all time, peered down at the dragonfly as he dusted himself off and withdrew two envelopes from his satchel. He scowled at Bibi. What, did you sharpen those things? I've never had a problem alighting upon a hedgehog's prickles to make a delivery before. My prickles are unusually sharp. It runs in Bibi's family. All right, I won't make that mistake again. Here you go, kids. I've got a letter for a little hedgehog and... The dragonfly squinted in the darkness. Baby, it's little hedgehog. And Bibi. Yeah, just like I said. Here you go. The dragonfly handed over the envelopes and flew away. Have a good one. Bibi, what do you think of being inside these envelopes? Perhaps we won a prize. The two tiny hedgehogs tore open their envelopes. Bibi, I have Miss Persimmon. My to life Ms. is complete. Class. Wait, 
BB, what did you just say? I believe we have both been placed in Ms. Persimone's class for our next year of school. Yay! Yay. Yay. The third yay was from Little Guy, Little Hedgehog's pet chameleon, who was napping on her shoulder prickles. He had one word, yay, and they had discovered he was capable of saying it even while asleep. Ms. Persimony was the most popular teacher at Little Hedgehog and BB's school. She was known for her jokes. I wasn't sure about gardening at first, but it's growing on me. Her wisdom. Start before you're ready, my dears. That's the key. And her entrepreneurial past. Before she became a beloved school teacher, Ms. Persimony was a well-known business lady. Children, that reminds me of my third business. I sold my first two when I was just a toddler. I restored old boats, you see, until they gleamed. I sold them to seafaring mongooses who are known for their love of restored boats that gleam. It was a magical time in my life until I sold that business for a tidy profit and launched Little Hedgehog and BB had been hoping for years to get the chance to be in Ms. Persimony's class, and now that they would, they wanted to show her how much she'd inspired them. So they decided to devote the rest of summer break to furthering their entrepreneurial pursuits. They decided to make it their business summer. They even came up with a theme song, which they wrote in approximately five minutes and proceeded to perform for Mr. Hedgehog in the kitchen as he enjoyed his middle-of-the-night cup of tea. B-b-b-business! B-b-b-business! S-s-s-summer! S-s-s-summer! Put them together and... What do you get? Business summer. 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 On that last whispered note, the two tiny hedgehogs flung their paws out to the sides, smiling prickle to prickle. Mr. Hedgehog peered at them and took a sip of his tea. At length, he said, That song needs work. But there was no time to work on their theme song. For the rest of the summer, Little Hedgehog and BB worked diligently to develop their many business ideas. First, they set up an advice booth. Little Hedgehog advised customers on dance choreography. Definitely more high kicks. Chameleon pet care. They need a place to hide when they feel overwhelmed by your enthusiasm. And steps to becoming more upbeat. Dream it and believe it. Bibi advised on wilderness survival. Listen for the sound of rushing water in order to locate a drinking source. Speed reading. You must train your eyes to capture the entire page at once. And dealing with the vicissitudes of life. Learn to distinguish what is and what is not within your control. For some reason, they didn't have many customers. Most animals took one look at their sign and scurried away. Here's some free advice, kids, said a passing delivery ferret. Get a real job. Hmm, 
They moved on to a resale business. It was convenient because they had just a single source for all of their wares, and it was located right next door. Mr. Cecil, are you sure we can take all of this? You are certain you will have no use for it in the future? Quite sure, quite sure indeed. Cecil, an older hedgehog wearing bright blue knee socks, nodded and continued packing up the stacks of jigsaw puzzle boxes. His pet cricket, Jermaine number 11, perched on his shoulder prickles. Mr. Cecil, was Jermaine number 10 the first Jermaine to prefer jigsaw puzzles over books? A shadow crossed Cecil's features, and he sighed. It was a dark interlude. Thankfully, Jermaine number 11 here prefers books on athletic training regimens. Isn't that right, Jermaine? Cecil said, smiling broadly. My favorites are books about kettlebell exercise programs, Jermaine said, hopping excitedly. But Cecil, what did that monotone hedgehog mean by Jermaine number 10? Never you mind, Jermaine. Never you mind. The resale business had a promising start. Minutes after setting up a table covered in jigsaw puzzles, with a lantern strategically placed to offer a warm, inviting glow, a raccoon wearing round spectacles emerged from the darkness, humming as he went. He did a double take when he saw Little Hedgehog and BB. Just imagine it. In the middle of a dense forest, in the middle of the night, a folding table stacked with dozens of pristine jigsaw puzzle boxes, behind which sat two small hedgehogs, one of whom radiated unbridled enthusiasm, the other of whom radiated subdued sincerity. It was a sight to behold, and an unusual one at that. The raccoon, whose name happened to be Clarkson McDonnelly, stopped short upon seeing this odd tableau and scampered backwards to take a closer look. BB, I think we have our first customer. It seems possible. Why, hello, Clarkson McDonnelly said, his eyes blinking rapidly behind his spectacles as they roved over the jigsaw puzzles. My goodness me, these are beautiful puzzles, aren't they? We think so. I'll take five of them. I happen to have five nephews who adore fitting puzzle pieces together just so. As the raccoon said, just so, he brought his paws together so that they very nearly touched, but didn't. Little Hedgehog and BB were charmed. Wonderful! Let us bag those up for you. They were also invigorated. This new resale business was a huge success. As soon as Clarkson McDonnelly trotted off into the darkness, balancing a bag filled with five jigsaw puzzle boxes and whistling a tune, they couldn't resist singing a reprise of their business summer song. B-b-b-business? B-b-b-business. 
summer. But it turned out to be simple serendipity that Clarks and McDonnelly had been scampering through the forest at the precise time when they'd set up their resale puzzle business. For three more nights, they sat patiently behind their little folding table. It wasn't as if no one passed. Many animals passed. No one wanted a puzzle. I prefer Sudoku. So they decided to pivot once more. They donated the rest of the puzzles to the local Jigsaw Puzzle Reclamation Society. Oh, thank you. The area caterpillar puzzle enthusiasts will be thrilled by these. They love doing puzzles as they eat. And that's when they turned to their final business of the summer. A dandelion lemonade stand. Scamper right up for a refreshing cup of ice-cold dandelion lemonade. Delectable dandelion lemonade is available to you right here for just three snails. Three snails, you say? In my day, we sold dandelion lemonade for half a snail. We can throw in a bag of cork snacks. I'll take two. The dandelion lemonade stand was by far their most successful sales strategy of the summer. They had slightly more customers than could be counted on one paw, and they couldn't wait to tell Ms. Persimony all about it. As Little Hedgehog slept away the daylight hours leading up to her first night of school, she had a vivid dream. Now let me see, is your name Little Hedgehog, or do you just enjoy adding an extra E? I love the look of the extra E. Well then, Little Hedgehog, tell me, how did you spend your summer holiday? Oh, Miss Persimony, with my best friend Bebe here, hello. Together, we started three businesses. Three, you say? That's fantastic. I've been known to start three businesses over a summer holiday myself. And let me guess, you had a winner. We did. Our dandelion lemonade stand was rather profitable. Electric, my dear, just electric. And I bet you have your very own business theme song, don't you? We do. Indeed. B-b-b-business. B-b-b-business. Little Hedgehog woke up brimming with anticipation, just as the sun dipped below the tree line. She spent the early part of the evening creating an enormous card she planned to brandish upon seeing Ms. Persimony. Finally, it was time for school. This was the very first year Little Hedgehog and Bebe would get to take a turkey to school and they were beside themselves with excitement. Mr. Hedgehog was less than enthusiastic. There are seatbelts. Remember the seatbelts. Oh, Dad, of course. We will fasten our seatbelts tightly, Mr. Hedgehog. All right, and hold on to the feathers. We will. Leland, the wild turkey who showed up at Little Hedgehog's burrow, had already picked up two small turtles. They clung, wide-eyed, to Leland's feathers. Hi. Hello. The turtles said weakly. I'm aboard, said Leland. Thank you. Much appreciated. Uh, 
Goodbye, Mr. Hedgehog called as Leland the wild turkey lifted up and away with his only child. The turkey ride was a bit jarring. It turned out that while wild turkeys can fly, they do so in brief, startling bursts. Whoa! Whoa. Get me out of here. My mom was right. This was a bad idea. The turkey rocketed upwards from the ground with tremendous speed, flew about 50 yards, then careened towards the earth. Ah! Help! I'm not done with life. Thankfully, school was not too far away. It only took three more bursts of terrifying flight through the darkness for them to land in front of the building. Little Hedgehog, Bibi, and the two panicked turtles stumbled off Leland's feathers. Um, thank you. Much appreciated. I'm never doing that again. I feel queasy. The first night of school was always a treat. Students from all over the forest converged, brimming with excitement and wearing new outfits. Before heading to their classrooms, the entire student body was ushered into the courtyard for evening announcements by Principal Petri Dish. Welcome, students, to what I am certain will be an astonishingly fantastic school year. I have a few brief announcements before I send you off to your classrooms where you will learn and grow in similar fashion to the tree I planted in my yard. Little Hedgehog's eyes twinkled. She gripped Ms. Persimone's card between her paws and allowed her mind to fly far away from Mr. Petri Dish's remarks. Today's lunch menu will feature cricket biscuits and marsh mushrooms. Little Hedgehog had a dreamy look on her face, imagining the magical school year ahead, filled with opportunities to showcase her business acumen when she was jolted back to the present by students shifting in their seats. It was time. And that does it for my brief announcements, Mr. Petri Dish said, and the students stood up and began scampering towards the door, ready to begin the new year. Goodness me, I seem to have forgotten to make a final important announcement. Take a seat, children. This will just take a moment. Mr. Petri Dish's glasses slipped down the end of his nose, and he pushed them back up. The students, ready to get a move on, reluctantly settled back into their seats. Bibi, what do you think this could be about? Perhaps something interesting has been discovered on school grounds. Like fossils! Maybe the fossil of a plesiosaur. Or a glyptodon! It is with disappointment that I relay the news that our dear Ms. Persimone has made the difficult decision to leave her position at our school. Little Hedgehog and Bibi gasped. The rest of the students gasped, too. Many of them had had Miss Persimone as a teacher, or desperately hoped to in the future. As many of you know, Miss Persimone has led a storied life and spent much of it as a successful entrepreneur. 
It seems she has been called back to that vocation. She will be leaving us to embrace the exciting opportunity to... To terraform Mars? To publish a best-selling memoir? To run a food truck. Students all over the courtyard exchanged significant looks. A food truck? Well, this was unexpected. Miss Persimony surely has a bright future ahead of her running a truck full of mosquito treats. We wish her well. All students assigned to Miss Persimony's class will now be placed with Mr. Lumdrum. That is all. Have a wonderful year! The students, bewildered by this strange turn of events, shuffled out of the courtyard. Little Hedgehog looked down at the card she'd made. It was covered in smiley faces, stars, and businessy images such as bags of snails, cash registers, and investment charts. She quietly tucked it into her backpack. She trailed behind Bibi as they made their way to Mr. Lumdrum's class. Good evening, students. I am Mr. Lumdrum, and I am pleased to have you in my class. We're going to do a lot of learning this year, so I suggest you buckle up for an education adventure like none other. Little Hedgehog, Bibi, and the rest of the students assigned to Ms. Persimony's class blinked at Mr. Lumdrum. He had transferred from a different school, and no one knew anything about him. He did not have a background in business. I was once a librarian. Too loud for my liking, though. He was not very lively. In my spare time, I read biographies. In short, he was nothing like Ms. Persimony. Little Hedgehog spent the night wistfully looking out the window at the moon, wondering where Ms. Persimony's mosquito-based food truck might be parked. Meantime, Bibi had never been so engaged in her life. I think he will be the best teacher I've ever had, she murmured, as Mr. Lumdrum offered an extended parenthetical aside about the habits of nomadic wombats. Little Hedgehog spent the next three nights staring at the moon through the window. It was waning, and each night it slimmed until it was a wisp of a crescent in the sky. On the fourth night, it vanished completely, and, left with little to look at outside, Little Hedgehog returned her attention to class. Mr. Lumdrum was writing a list of crepuscular creatures on the chalkboard. Coyotes, that's right, Inez. Anyone else have one to add? Yes, Jazzy. Bobcats? Excellent. Yes, BB. I believe skunks are crepuscular. I typically see them when I stay up until dawn. Fantastic. Yes, Bilson? Owlet night jars? Indeed. Mr. Lumdrum said, adding it to the list in careful script. Fascinating birds. There was nothing flashy about Mr. Lumdrum. Being in his class was not thrilling. But in that moment, Little Hedgehog began to appreciate Mr. Lumdrum's understated charm. 
Perhaps it was the twinkle in his eyes as he explained a concept. Perhaps it was his suspenders, which were a delightful shade of blue. Perhaps it was the way he seemed to know a lot of things and to be genuinely interested in sharing them with his students. Little Hedgehog could not have explained why, but she felt quite certain it was going to be a good year. She smiled to herself, then raised her paw to offer Ocelot as an addition to the list. So I might have made a mistake in inviting Maureen. Two issues came up. One is I forgot about the whole mosquito food truck part of the story, and apparently me explaining that it was just fictional wasn't adequate. Secondly, see, I thought we would connect. Maureen could tell me about her life, and I could tell her a story. And we did connect, just not in the way I'd hoped. Apparently, Maureen was not all that interested in the story. She was a lot more interested in me. Maureen biting me seven times as I tried to tell a story? That was low, okay? You know, I get that probably everyone listening loves mosquitoes, and I'm sure they have some redeeming qualities. But I don't know, I can't seem to get there. Maureen, you need to leave. No, don't come after me again. No, no, not on my elbow. Mm, elbow itches are the worst. Friends, I have to go. I need some sort of ointment and possibly ice packs. Maureen, stay back. Mm. I hope you loved the story. If you did, please share it with a friend. I am so grateful to everyone who has shared my stories. I truly have the best audience in the world. And I hope you have a wonderful school year. Little Stories for Tiny People is written, performed, and produced by me, Rhea Pector. Stay back, Maureen. My in-house technical director, Peter Kay, runs my website and puts my stories onto the internet for all of you to enjoy. Thank you to Ari and Ada for the super important reminder message at the beginning. And thank you to the many premium subscribers who provided sound effects used in this story. Thank you to Adelaide, Rory, Josiah, Monroe, Luke, Pearl, Ambrose, Maya, Ziggy, Liam, Diana, Wesley, Ocean, Denver, Aurora, Harper, and Violet Pearl. And thank you, as always, for listening in.